Hey everybody, welcome to episode number two of Love the Mud. This week I am talking about one of my favorite topics and that is inflammation, our gut health, our overall health, um, and how they all kind of relate to each other. So um, I became very interested in this topic a few years ago when our youngest son was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. I have attended many classes. I started uh, using natural things such as essential oils and whatever, but I'm not going to get into all of that on this episode. If you are interested in learning about how essential oils and natural products like that can help with inflammation and gut health, then contact me directly and I will help you one-on-one -on -one with that. However, going forward, the first thing, sorry, I have a bunch of notes because I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. And I don't want to forget any of it. So the first thing I want to start with is I want you to start thinking of this following list of questions, okay? And see, just think about your answers to this. How do you feel when you wake up? Do you have any physical or have you had any physical or emotional trauma in the last five years? Do you suffer from nervousness, anxiety, constant worry? On a scale of one to 10, where do you rate your stress? Are you an emotional eater? Do you sleep well? Do you use tobacco products? Do you snore? Do you take any prescription medicines? Do you have frequent constipation or diarrhea? Do you have a decline in sexual interest? Do you love sugar? Do you have dry, brittle hair or are you losing hair? Do you have balance issues, memory issues, dry eye, blood clots, eczema, rashes, lower back pain? muscle weakness, insulin resistance, do you always feel tired, do you suffer from chronic pain, do you have swelling, and not due to just a, an injury. I also want you to think about people around you. Do you notice that people are more sick? Do you think it's only because of aging? Uh, to keep that kind of in mind, too. And I'm not talking about pandemic stuff. I'm just talking about you know, in general, do you feel like more people around you are suffering more often? One thought process that is false that a lot of people often have is that skinny equals healthy, and that is not the case. So like I said, we're talking about inflammation. What is inflammation? It's a process by which your body's white blood cells and the things that they make, they add extra into your system to protect, to protect you from infection, outside invaders, such as bacteria, viruses, or from injury. So what does that mean? It means that not all inflammation is bad. It is very important to learn the difference between chronic inflammation and acute inflammation. Acute inflammation is when your body sends out extra help 
to and support that it needs when you are injured or when you do have an infection. Chronic inflammation is when your body's stuck in that response mode and can't get out. So your body is thinking that there's injury or inflammation or infection or disease and it's sending out extra support when it's not needed. That's not good. We learn about how our body works all different ways, talking to doctors, doing research on our own, attending different classes. And that it's really important because you can learn that there's so much that we can do on our own to prevent and reverse some chronic inflammation problems. It's not a quick fix. And I'll get back to that in a little bit. We have food products that are banned in over 30 countries outside of the United States. Even though our country has the highest budget for healthcare and we as people are still some of the most unhealthy in the world. So think about that. Americans are some of the most unhealthy people in the world and we have the highest budget for healthcare, for um, food options, and we still have the highest growing number of health problems. So I'd like to ask you, do you think we get everything that we need nutrient-wise from the foods that we eat? Obviously, I'm not asking if the answer is yes. <laughs> so even if you're a healthy eater and you're eating fruits and vegetables and clean eating and all that kind of stuff, a lot of us are not getting the nutrients we need. And the reason why is because over time, our our farmers even are having to use things that genetically modify our produce because there's higher demands. People want special fruits without seeds and all that kind of stuff. All of that changing our fruits and our vegetables and foods that come from the earth has a consequence. So keep that in mind. If we have to change it because we don't want to have to deseed something or we want baby carrots or whatever it might be, uh, fruits that are like cross-populated, <laughs> uh, all of those things alter our food and the nutrients that we actually receive from it. The other thing is, is that when our fruits and veggies are being trucked across, um, you know, I, I live in Wisconsin, so if we have stuff coming from Florida, say oranges, it needs to be picked early so that it's not overly ripe by the time it gets to us. And the fact that it's being trucked, all of those things play a role in the benefits that those fruits and vegetables and whatever deliver to us in our body. I'm not saying they're bad for you. I'm just saying they're not as good for you as they once were when we were getting them from people in our own backyard. So the time it takes to get to us, the lack of nutrients it has, if that makes sense. So even if you're still eating well, most of us have deficiencies. Signs that our body is not working properly are things such as brain fog, low energy, aches and pains, autoimmune diseases, 
anxiety, depression, constipation, diarrhea, things that I've mentioned and things I'm gonna mention again. So I'm gonna talk about these things several times. And you're going to hear the word balance from me a lot. Balance is very important. So nutrition is foundational. It increases our energy, mental clarity, it supports cardiovascular health and proper inflammation responses, which is what we're talking about. We have to remember that everything we put into our body either feeds or fights disease. And I'm going to say that a lot of times as well. Disease and inflammation feed off of things like sugar, so making healthier choices obviously help combat disease and inflammation. Avoiding things or limiting, because sometimes it's hard to avoid it all, so even if you limit, it helps. Things such as dairy, processed foods, refined sugar, white flour or products made with white flour, oil such as vegetable and canola, alcohol, all of that can help decrease chronic inflammation response. Also, when something isn't right, we usually gen like tend to treat that with, um, like we treat a symptom. So say our knee hurts, we'll take ibuprofen. Those sort of things also lead to more inflammation because it affects our gut health. And I will get to that in a minute. So like I said, I'm gonna keep saying balance is key. And one of the things that might help is by starting with a 2020 like model or lifestyle, which means that 80% of the time or the amount of stuff that you're eating, if it's super great healthy choices, um, then you can allow yourself something. Because if you cut everything out and you don't allow yourself something that you're craving or if you're at a birthday party and have a piece of birthday cake obviously that's sugar and whatever then it's impossible to stick with you want to stick with this and I'll keep explaining in a little bit so things that are important be sure to hydrate hydration is super important to our cells being able to work to the best of their ability and a good rule is to hydrate before you caffeinate so we all love our coffee. Coffee, I will talk about benefits that it has or a big benefit that it has in a little bit. But um, you know, if you're a coffee drinker, if you're uh, an energy drink drinker, <laughs> uh, whatever, soda, uh, hydrate before you caffeinate because then at least you're hydrating. Use cold-pressed olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil instead of the vegetable oil or canola oil. And when you're thinking good food choices, think from the earth. So whole grains, use maple syrup instead of, or honey instead of uh, sugar, a refined sugar as your sweetener. Fresh meats, fish, fruits and vegetables, all of those things promote the anti-inflammatory lifestyle that you are looking for. So remember when I said that what we put into our body either feeds or fights disease. Why is that important? Because our gut health is foundational. 80% of our immune system is in our gut. Now, this is where it gets very sciencey, and I apologize, but it's important to kind of know what you're doing and why you're doing it. So we have what's called a microbiome in our gut. And a microbiome, it, and in our intestines, but a microbiome is the habitat in which microbes live. And microbes are itty bitty little microscopic bacteria. It's about mm, 
uh, over a thousand, maybe even two thousand different species of bacteria, which I will, I know I say that again in here. <laughs> so, um, your microbiome in your is in your stomach and your intestines, and how your food works through them, and the good bacteria that you have in there. All of that controls how well your immune system is working and how well you feel. So that goes back to the what we put in our bodies. You will hear me, like I said, say this a lot because it is so important. I'm going to drill this into your head. So just pay attention to how you feel after you eat things or after you drink things or use certain medications, even if it's over-the-counter medications. Just pay attention to your body and make sure that you are paying enough attention that you can verbalize how you feel to your doctor. That's important. So what damages gut health? Of course, unhealthy diet. That, un that can damage all sorts of things. Antibiotics. It takes about two years to repair your gut health and the lining of your gut after you use antibiotics. I'm not saying don't take them. They're important when you need them. But make sure you're doing the work to repair your gut after you use them, which is where probiotics come in. <clears throat> okay, so kind of think of your gut like a movie theater. And if you are in the movie theater and the movie is sold out, think of all of that as like all of those seats as good bacteria. When the seats are full and something that doesn't belong in there, say a person without a ticket is in there, they get kicked out. And you might not even notice that something was off, right? Now imagine there's only four people in the movie theater that have tickets. Those are your good bacteria. And all of a sudden, a whole bunch of people without tickets start coming in to your theater. They can quickly take over the whole entire place, aka your gut, and it, it could be obnoxious in there. That is why it's important to make sure that we are doing what we can to support our body naturally and regularly. Consistency and balance are key. Toxins are found everywhere. They're in our environment. They're in foods we eat. They're in cleaning products that we use. They're in laundry detergents and dish soaps. They're in our beauty supplies, makeup, shampoo, body soap, perfume. All of those things affect our gut health. And like I said before, if you want to learn a lot more about that stuff, contact me directly and I can go over that in detail. You can contact me at nicole at lovethemud.org and I will gladly go over all of that stuff with you one-on-one. -on -one. So do you ever get the afternoon slump like where you're tired at two o'clock or after you eat lunch? This is because your body is borrowing enzymes from your metabolic enzymes and then your balance is off. So again, there's that word. Um, maintaining your balance is very important to overall health and um i keep saying that i'll hit on that in a little bit on how what it's like to steal from other parts of your body but it, it will all make sense as i keep going so um balance also helps reduce or eliminate oxidative stress and if you don't know what oxidative stress is it is um, 
there are elements in our food, in our environment. I know you've heard of them. They're called free radicals, and a lot of people talk about them, but they don't often explain what they are. Those elements cause damage to our tissue. Tissue damage equates to things such as skin irritations, think eye cell damage, so if you wear glasses, breathing, lung issues, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, free radicals are what cause common degenerative diseases. Examples of lifestyles, stress, and environmental factors that are known to promote excessive free radicals and lead to oxidative stress are things, again, such as air pollution, cigarette smoke, alcohol intake, high blood sugar levels, uh, radiation, including excessive sunbathing, bacterial, fungal, and viral infections, excessive intake of things such as iron, magnesium, copper, and zinc. Now, those things are important in our body. Those minerals are very important in our body, but there are some people who take way too much of them. That can cause issues. Too much or too little oxygen in our body. And intense or prolonged exercise. If you are an exercise alcoholic, you could be creating more health issues in the long run. However, free radicals do have a purpose as our immune system uses them to fight infection. So you don't wanna not have them, but again, balance. So when free radicals outnumber antioxidants, that's when oxidative stress starts, chronic inflammation creeps in and health issues begin. So we need to make sure that we have a balance of antioxidants and free radicals in our body. Since we need antioxidants, and you're probably like, oh, what's an antioxidant? I've heard of that, but again, not really sure what it is. They're compounds that inhibit oxidation, a chemical reaction that can produce free, free radicals. So we need those daily. Our body does produce free radicals on its own, but think the chicken and the egg. If things are off balance and your body's not functioning properly, you're probably not producing the amount of free radical, I just said free radicals. If your body is out of balance and not functioning properly, you are probably not producing as many antioxidants as your body needs to counter the free radicals from your environment and from what you eat and all that kind of stuff. So a few places to get antioxidants and in higher amounts. I'm just listing a few. There's a lot of ways to get antioxidants, but um, a, a few are dark chocolate, which if you're trying to avoid sugar, you know, like I said, 80-20. A piece of dark chocolate a day can be beneficial. Pecans, blueberries, strawberries, artichokes, raspberries, kale, and there's coffee. Coffee, like I said, uh, especially black coffee. And you're probably like, oh, but the wonderful, sweet frappuccino that we're getting is not helpful. <laughs> so that's totally loaded with sugar and all that kind of stuff. It's delicious. Don't get me wrong. That could be on your, you know, 20 day. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, black coffee is very high in antioxidants. And you can also take supplements. Now, don't think that if you take supplements, you can eat however you want to because it'll help. They will help, but it'll take a lot longer and still have to work very, very hard. And so you need 
to do both your diet, exercise, and, you know, fill in the gaps with supplements. I recommend supplements and I recommend all natural supplements. And again, if you want to discuss that more, please contact me. I would love to talk to you, kind of coach you through that, um, explain some of the stuff that I use um, and whatever. But um, even if you're a healthy eater, like I said, because of how some of our things are produced and grown and all that kind of stuff, there are going to be some gaps in your nutrition, clean eating or not, there are going to be gaps and supplements are a great, right, a great way to fill those gaps in. Okay. Now, when you introduce dietary changes, supplements to your body, extra exercise, all that kind of stuff, right? Your body gets super excited and it starts to purge toxins that have been building up toxins, bacteria, viruses, all of that. It gets built up and stored in your cells. And do your knees hurt? That's your body storing partially dead cells that it hasn't been able to expel. And uh, all sorts of things, right? Okay, so those toxins... And your body's going to want to start dumping them because it's excited because it has all of this like healthy stuff in it. All of a sudden you're eating more fruits and vegetables, you're taking supplements and it's like, oh my goodness, I, my body's, you know, the body is thinking I am able to function at a higher rate. And so therefore it starts to purge all of the bad out of your body. Now, if it dumps these elements too quickly, you will crash. It'll leave you feeling tired. Have you ever taken uh, a multivitamin and felt sick to your stomach? That is because it's eliminating a lot of toxins too quickly. So most of the time, what happens? You start a new program, you start changing the way you eat, you feel crappy. So what do you do? You quit. Do not quit. It is not necessarily a reaction you're having to what you're doing or taking. It is because you're doing it too quickly. We need to start slow and build up gradually, okay? So what you're going to want to do is if you take uh, supplements or a multivitamin, whatever it is, and you feel sick, you're going to take it at night before you go to bed, and you're going to take it every other day to begin with. Then you can increase it. You have to wait. Give it your body time. Start every other day. If that still is not helpful, skip two days. And so you just take it every couple days. Then go to every other day. Then go to every day. Okay? So we're going to start gradually. But the other thing is, is you don't want to stop eating everything all at once. Okay? So if you're going to reduce the amount of dairy that you're eating, start with that. Then reduce the amount of sugar. Then reduce the white flour. Or don't do it all at once because you will quit. It'll be very hard. You're going to feel like crap. It'll be very difficult. So we want to take baby steps. And that's okay. It took you a long time to get to where you're at. And the inflammation in your body is going to take a while to get back to feeling great. Okay? Keep that in mind baby steps and you'll be able to stick with it and you'll be able to feel better without all the super rough patches. So your body will re retain water when you start making these changes, okay? Your body's going to retain water to make sure that it has enough to go through all the processes that it's going to be facing by 
is supporting because you're supporting your body systems now and things are going to start moving more I guess with ease so it's it your body is very smart and it knows to protect itself so it's going to retain water because it's going to be like oh I need extra water to do this and I need extra water to do that and so it's going to you're going to start to feel that retention of water it's also going to hold on to extra weight because your body when it needs to protect itself it holds on to weight that's how it helps with wounds and injury and protecting your organs, all that kind of stuff. So again, you're going to want to quit because you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm gaining weight, not losing it. And I'm, you know, don't give up. Okay. With consistency, your body's going to realize that the good nutrients and the support that you are giving it are here to stay. And then it will allow itself to enter homeostasis. Ah, what is homeostasis? So homeostasis is the state of steady internal, physical, and chemical conditions maintained by the living systems in your body, okay? The, everything. So when all of your systems are functioning at their optimum, le optimal level and are therefore able to work in perfect harmony as they're designed to, then you have reached homeostasis. When your body hits homeostasis, that is when you're going to um, start to feel better, okay? So if your body is lacking, I said before that I was, you know, going to bring this up again. If your body is lacking something from in one body system, so you have multiple body systems, you have respiratory, digestive, circulatory, uh, nervous all these body systems need to work together to feel your absolute best and just for your body to work properly. So if you're lacking in something in one of your body systems, that body system will steal things that it needs from other body systems causing a continuous cycle. So that makes us age faster and it makes us feel awful. If we support Let's think of our digestive system, okay? So if we support our digestive system, it it won't it'll have all the enzymes it needs, and so it won't need to borrow enzymes from our metabolic en enzymes because we we have like what's called a metabolic enzyme bank that holds on to extra so that you know your body can use them as needed. But if your digestive system is being supported properly, it won't have to steal from that bank. And that allows your body to digest food properly without causing you to feel ill, tired, you know, or older than what you are. You know, think of when you eat pizza. If it gives you a stomachache, that's because your body is stealing enzymes from somewhere else because it doesn't have the right enzymes. Um, now, remember I said this wasn't a quick fix, okay? So if you are looking to reduce inflammation in your body, it took a long time for it to get there. It's going to take a while for it to get out. So it takes about 90 days of true consistency to reach homeostasis. So that's when you'll start to see and feel changes enough where you're really noticing it, okay? 90 days. So when you're starting to feel discouraged because you've gained a little bit of extra weight or you're holding water or you're not feeling the greatest because you started a new supplement. Give it 
time. Your body needs to adjust and take it slow, okay? So when you start to hit that 90-day period, that is when you're going to start to notice the water that you were holding on to and the weight you were holding on to starts to go away and you're going to start to notice those changes, okay? And every single time you start a program and you do it too quickly or you're not feeling well and so you stop, that 90 days starts all over again. So be patient. Take it slow. You're not, it doesn't matter if you take all the supplements and vitamins in the world and exercise for 24 hours in a day, to today, you're not going to notice a difference, okay? It's going to take time. So do it right. Do it slow. Be patient with yourself, okay? And then, like I said, you want to make sure that you're living by that 80-20 lifestyle rule. We're human, and if you're, if you're going with the 80-20 model and allowing yourself to have a treat every now and then or take a day off from exercising or whatever that looks like for you, you're going to stick with it better because it's going to be easier to, to not feel stressed about it, to, to be happy that you're doing it, to allow yourself some freedoms, okay? And that is really important. It is also really, really important that we are sleeping properly. Sleep is so important for our body to work right. If you are not sleeping properly, that is where I would start before I do anything else. And if you need help figuring out ways to help you sleep, talk to your doctor. Um, I'm not saying take sleep pills. That's not necessarily true. But uh, give me a call. I can talk to you about different ways of helping naturally without having to you know take habit forming sleep medications or anything like that um and uh, a routine is very important start by creating a routine do the same thing every single night at the same time or at least close to the same time um, as parents sometimes that doesn't always happen for us because we have a million other things that we need to do but routine is super important not just for your kids for you too okay and when we give our body the proper sleep and nutri nutrients it really needs on a consistent basis it can actually become stronger than it was before even when we were younger even when like 20 years ago like we truly can become healthier and stronger than we were at a younger point in our time if we're providing it with the true things that it needs and that's because it allows our body to not only produce new healthy cells but get rid of the ones that are dying and not working properly and just main, like holding on into our body and like where we can't expel them and it'll help our body expel those and produce new cells that are healthier and working properly and that is super important so um inflammation in our body we don't have to feel like we're 90 when we're 40 and there are things that we can do so take this and start applying it do it in baby steps okay don't overdo it don't do it too much if you would like to come up with a plan or anything like that on you know, where to start send me an email we can do all sorts of things and uh, uh, if you tell me some information about you I can help you design something 
you know, or give you pointers on where to start, things like that. But don't be discouraged. You don't have to feel crappy. If you have an autoimmune disorder, there are things you can do to help yourself feel better. Autoimmune disorders don't really go away. Um, my son has HSP and it's something that goes dormant and he could have flare-ups at any point in his life, but we are teaching him different protocols to use with essential oils. We are changing how he eats, all sorts of things, and we've seen so many benefits already and changes in his life. So uh, don't be discouraged. You don't always have to feel um, in pain or whatever. And be sure to pay attention to what you are eating and how you feel after it and speak with your doctor about that because that kind of information is really, really helpful to them. So, um, but also know that you can educate yourself to be your own advocate and on your own team of doing things to help you feel better. And you can bring stuff that you notice and learn to your, your primary doctor and work with them to come up with a really good plan to help you get on track. So inflammation is not necessarily something that is bad at all the time, and it is not something that needs to stick around forever. So I hope you have learned a lot, and I'm sorry for all the scientific-y whatever, but like I said, this is a subject I'm super passionate about, and um, I look forward to any questions that you have, and uh, tell me your story. Tell me if you had chronic inflammation and pain and that you changed up some stuff and how it helped, and uh, I would love to hear your story, and if it's okay with you, even share it on some of my social media sites. So thank you again for joining me. Have a wonderful Wednesday, and I look forward to next week's episode. Bye.